This episode of The Latest is brought to you by The Latest. To subscribe to the program, open Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Castro, or any app that plays podcasts. To not subscribe to the program, open Weather, Files, Reminders, or any other app that doesn't play podcasts. Enjoy the show. It's Monday, June 1. I'm Greg Ott. This is the latest. Protests continued across the nation following the death of George Floyd while in police custody. Crowds flooding the freeway. Fire burning well into the night. You can see spray painted on the side of the building are the words George Floyd, not police. Those voices are discussing George Floyd, a 46-year-old father of two, murdered in police custody for the crime of being a black man in America. To paraphrase a famous quote, there are decades where nothing happens, there are weeks where decades happen, and there are weeks where decades happen because nothing has happened for decades. George Floyd's egregious murder is only the latest example of a black life being casually discarded in the streets of the United States as if it were a Starbucks cup. In this instance, Mr. Floyd was pinned down under the knee of Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, who casually placed his hands on his pockets during the suffocation, in case he needed to reach for his everyday carry essentials, like his keys, his wallet, or his indifference to the breath of an unarmed black man. As Mr. Floyd lost his pulse over a matter of $20 beneath the leg of a public servant who took an oath to protect, two other officers helped keep him pinned down, while another served as lookout each earning their $5 cut of what ultimately amounted to their value of his humanity. As protests spread across the United States, calling attention to a different virus that's been lingering since the very founding of this nation, police have responded with the types of kindness, empathy, and restraint you'd typically associate with the peacekeepers patrolling District 11 in the Hunger Games. Decked out in the same types of surplus war zone equipment found in a Call of Duty expansion pack, everything from armored vehicles to flashbang grenades have been put to use by police departments trying to stop people that believe that police departments need to be stopped. In New York and L.A., police cars plowed into crowds of peaceful demonstrators. Police in Louisville destroyed caches of milk left out to counter the effects of tear gas. Even credentialed journalists were zip-tied like the back of a computer. Even if Kendall Jenner wanted to cross the line to hand an officer another peaceful can of Pepsi, she'd likely lose an eye to a rubber bullet, which no amount of her sister's $18 mascara could conceal. Getting justice for George Floyd alone isn't enough, just as coating a building with fresh paint doesn't amount to foundation repair. Whether it's Trayvon Martin, Eric Garner, Ahmaud Arbery, or any of the other countless names spanning decades and predating hashtags, we the people have failed, once again, to right the wrongs of denied justice, deliver accountable public safety, and address the racist violence and racial disparities brought forth by a trigger-happy nation hell-bent on ignoring its toughest questions. Like a high school student who takes a few guesses when it's multiple choice, but doesn't even try to fill out the essay. To those who are just joining us, the United States has long been a deeply broken country. And after the children opened fire on their classmates, the nurses wore garbage bags to care for their patients, and Universal released 14 Fast and Furious movies, its citizens once again took to the streets over the obvious, simple, and yet unrealized notion that black lives matter. Only for military police to beat crowds into submission, so that an obese racist, 107 years to the day after his late father was arrested at a KKK rally, could awkwardly hoist a Bible above his shoulder, like a waiter balancing a tray of entrees that he's been spitting in since the beginning of his shift. 
It's going to take a lot more than a podcast episode from people like me to help communities of color live without fear and enjoy a fair shot and an ordinary life. But until we all demand that our voices are heard by protesting, donating, and voting to send the message that we've had far more than enough of this incredibly disgusting all-American buffet, looking at birds, going for a jog, or buying a pack of cigarettes still won't be aspects of an ordinary life. They'll be matters of life and death. And now it's time for the O.J. Simpson Twitter update. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. This is me, yours truly. Yours truly. My guest today is Victoria Hill, a Chicago-based diversity lead and instructor on conscious inclusion. Victoria, thanks for joining me. Great. Thanks for having me. On Friday, O.J. weighed in on police brutality in the United States. Hey, Twitter world. Yours truly. This is kind of a sad day. You know, I mean, looking at what's going on in Minnesota. Uh, especially, you know, uh, the incident itself angered a lot of people. But I think what you're seeing, the reaction is the fear that nothing's going to be done about it. That's been the case in the past. That's what led to the riots in L.A. after the Rodney King case was the verdict in Simi Valley. What are you going to do about it? You keep saying this has got to stop. The only time it's going to stop is when you start truly holding the perpetrators uh, to account, start putting them in jail. When I was growing up, they had the chokehold. You know how many black men died from the chokehold? And how many ended up with post-traumatic stress symptoms? The guys who were lucky enough to live from those chokeholds. The problem is you do nothing about it. I watched them arrest a uh, CNN news crew. Later, when the, when the guys got out of jail, the guy said that the police officer was courteous. He said he was just following orders. Well, who gave that order? The guy who gave that order should be disciplined, should be demoted or something. Therein lies the problem. What are you going to do about it? I understand it takes time to investigate it before they arrest this guy, but I guarantee you, if he was black and he did this to a white guy, he'd already be in jail. Uh, the point is, what are we going to do to stop this happening in the future? Start convicting these guys. I'm just saying, take care. Victoria, what do you think about what OJ had to say? Well, I agree with what OJ said. And really, all of this sums up unconscious bias, which is really what ultimately leads to death or murder, as we see in the case of George Floyd. So really what we need to do as a country is really keep this conversation going so that we have empathy and understanding. We need to listen and ask questions around the topic as a whole so that we understand, you know, what unconscious bias really is, which everyone, every human being has it in them, but it's every human being's opportunity to understand how to bring their unconscious bias into a conscious reality and start practicing more inclusion. And so basically when you hear the term being woke, that's what that means. Mm -hmm. And what do you think about OJ? Oh, well, he's a murderer. That's this week's OJ Simpson Twitter update. Victoria, thanks for joining me. Thank you. 
And that's the latest, written, recorded, produced by Greg Ott. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Castro, other weird apps. There are so many of them. Latestpod.com, that's the website for all things latestpod.com related. Find me on Twitter at underscore Greg Ott. Yeah, right. See you soon. And by see you soon, I mean hear you soon. And by hear you soon, I mean you'll be hearing me soon. And by hearing me soon, I mean you'll soon be hearing me do another episode of this podcast.